Welcome back to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, J.D. Jackson, at Always in Front of Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Guys, welcome to the return of the West Wolf Podcast Season 3. Guys, I decided to pick it up again here in June. Soccer is over, things like that. Everything's calmed down, so we are back, and we're going to be better than ever. So, first up on the agenda, guys, I just want to talk about the hiring of Darby Ham. This is great for the Lakers. He's a no-nonsense type of coach. Uh, he's going to hold people accountable. Some people are worried about his age or that he's a first-year coach. But, hey, people like Ty Lue have something to say about that, okay? So I'm not too worried about Darvin Ham being new or his age or things like that. I think he's great for the roster. I think he's going to hold everyone accountable, including Russell Westbrook, including LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Carmelo, and even the young guys. So uh, I'm really happy about the hire. Um, I thought it was the right choice for the Los Angeles Lakers. I know there were more uh, seasoned coaches out there who've been head coaches before, like Stotts and things like that. But I think they got this one right, um, in, in my personal opinion, because that's something that even Giannis said about him. Giannis Antetokounmpo was very happy about Darvin Ham getting a head coaching job. Uh, and he said the same thing. He's a no-nonsense, that that's what that team needs over there uh, in L.A. And so... Um, I mean, who's going to know better than Giannis, who's been working with him uh, over the last few years? So um, I'm very, very happy uh, for Darvin Ham, Los Angeles Lakers. I'm happy for Russell Westbrook. I think it's going to be good uh, for Russell Westbrook, um, and um, so I'm very happy about that. Congratulations to Coach Darvin Ham. Now, he gets to uh, come up with his own coaching staff. I think that's very important. Um, they're not going to keep all the coaches from the Vogel tree and just put in a new head coach. Uh, I actually think that's important. It's been reported that uh, Kurt Rams is going to be out of basketball discussions. I think that's important as well. Um, and I think uh, from a Memphis uh, Tigers beat writer, uh, it is said that uh, Penny Hardway stated that Rasheed Wallace, he believes, will be part of the Los Angeles coaching staff. Now, Rasheed Wallace is a he's a very big supporter of Russell Westbrook, so I'm sure Russell Westbrook fans are happy about that. Um, Russell Westbrook is you know he gave his um, love for Coach Darvin Ham by posting uh, the post on his uh, Instagram. I think LeBron James did the same thing. You bring in Rasheed Wallace, who's also uh, a very, very big supporter of Russell Westbrook. So I'm sure Westbrook fans are happy about that. Um, so that's good. Uh, look, I don't want to not say it. Now, Coach Vogel, he's a championship coach. Um, so Lakers fans are, are, are very grateful uh, for the championship that he brought to uh, LA. Um, but this time, the Los Angeles Lakers thought a, a change of scenery uh, to Darvin Ham was the right call, and I, I tend to agree with them. So I wanted to say that first. Congratulations, Darvin Ham. Russell Westbrook's on board. LeBron James is on board. So let's see who we get uh, go from there. Um, the next thing I want to talk about, I do want to talk about Russell Westbrook for just a little bit. Um, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, J.D. Jackson, I always in fervor art. Uh, sometimes it's uh, it's funny uh, to see fans, you know, social media oozes, uh, and, and its heartbeat is negativity. And uh, with that comes false narratives, comes a false sense of security sometimes, just a lot of false information. And uh, it's funny to me because uh, all these trade talks, like these foregoing conclusions about Russell Westbrook's going to get traded uh, since April. And I'm sitting back and I'm constantly telling people, I'm, look, I'm just chill till June 29th. You know, uh, that is when Russell Westbrook will decide to pick up his player option uh, or, or not uh, or decline it. And if he declines it, he's a non-restricted free agent. He can go where he wants. Um, and if he um, if he picks it up, he'll be an L.A. Laker. Um, that's the truth. The truth is, is that the Lakers don't hold his future in their hands. He does. Now, 
You can make whatever conclusion you want for $47 million. That's fine. But the fact of the matter is he holds his own future in his own hands, not the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, and uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, Russell Westbrook is different. He's cut from a different cloth. Um, and so you just never know what he's going to do. Now, obviously, a lot most of us are, believe that he's just going to pick it up. It's $47 million. Uh, but I'm only talking about the facts. Um, right now, the Lakers aren't in a driver's seat. Russell Westbrook is. Um, and that's just the truth. And, and even if he picks up his player option, Darvin Ham, brand new head coach, then Frank Vogel, uh, he gets to choose his own coaching staff. Looks like receiver Wallace is going to be on that coaching staff per Memphis beat writer. And um, just new philosophies and things like that. And we'll get into that a little bit later in the podcast. Uh, there's no foregone conclusion still that he's going to be traded. And that's just the facts. Um, I think you stick it out another year. That's always been my thought process that he'll be a Los Angeles Lakers for another full season. Um, and then you'll go from there. Uh, so this foregone conclusion as if the Lakers are holding Westbrook's future in their hands and he has nothing to do with it and he's going to get traded. That's a foregone conclusion. I just don't think that that's true. Um, that's just my opinion, just like other people's opinions are different. Um, but mine's based off of the fact that the facts are he has a player option he can pick up or not. And right now, None of that stuff everyone's talking about is happening until then. So I'm chilling until June 29th. Uh, that's just my two cents on that. And even if he does, I think he'll be a Laker. Um, you're going to revamp the roster. you got a new coach, new philosophies. We can get into that. What's going to make the Los Angeles Lakers better? One, they have to simplify the defense. And they have to be more creative offensively. Now, the reason why I say simplify the defense is a lot of times the Lakers were caught out of position. I know people are going to kill me for saying this because they call it a retirement home, but it's true. They were caught out of position because they're older. And so they're older. They're not as fast as they once were. Uh, the younger guys took a couple of seconds to think about what's the right move to make. And, you know, that's all it takes in basketball. Um, and so... <clears throat> They need to simplify the defense so it's, no, it's not so complicated and they're not always caught out of position. Um, and that's why I think that's the biggest thing on defense. Like the Vogel defense, I understand that it was great when you had the personnel to do that. They just don't have that in that current current iteration of the Los Angeles Lakers. They just don't. Um, so you need to simplify that process for them so they can be in position. You don't have KCP, you don't have Caruso, you don't have Kuzma, you don't have any, you don't have JaVale McGee, you don't have any of those people anymore. And so that defense doesn't work. Um, and I know people was, were irate, and I was too, I agree. But as I watched it, as the season progressed, I just said, they don't have the personnel to play this defense that Vogel wants to play. Which, by the way, is the reason why I thought this roster wasn't for Frank Vogel. They didn't know how to, they didn't, they couldn't, they were unable, they were unable to play the way he wanted them to play. And he was incapable of adjusting to what they could do defensively with the personnel that they had. I mean, if they could do anything, it was just bad. I said unable, unable. <laughs> but um, that's, that's the thing about the defense. They need to simplify the defense, but they've got to get way more creative offensively. It was just too simplistic uh, for the offense. Uh, that's my biggest deal 
uh, with the offensive side of the ball. It was just ISO LeBron. Um, and look, he was scoring like crazy. I could give him that. He was hitting his three. He was getting to the basket. He was doing all that stuff. But it's very simplistic. Uh, and the same, it seems like Russell Westbrook was this forgotten talent. And when he did get the ball, everybody just kind of stood around and watched him. <laughs> right? Uh, so he wasn't getting the ball in the spots. Look, this isn't to say Russell Westbrook didn't have a down year. He definitely had a down year. Although I think a lot of it was his mental. Uh, I think he was second-guessing himself, didn't know what to do. That's what, you know, shots bad, or shots missed really badly, stuff like that. Um, that's where I think it came from. Um, but nonetheless, he had a down year. Not as far as his percentages because he's right along where he needed to be. But I can sit here and say he needs to get back into that 60%, 60% at the rim range that he used to be. Uh, he wasn't finishing at the rim. Again, I think he just was overthinking it. Um, you know, his midi, that stuff happens. Now, the midi I'm not as upset about as some people. Um, when you're an inch or two off of where you want to hit a bank shot, it looks terrible, but an inch or two isn't really that doggone far. Um, but nonetheless, he uh, he has to play better. And I think Darvin Ham can help him get there by having a more intricate, more creative offense than everyone standing there and watch Russell Westbrook dribble the ball. Um, it's one thing to stand there and watch the 6'9", 260-pound LeBron James dribble the ball. He just dribble through you. Um, although he's a big point guard, the truth is Russell Westbrook, 6'3", 200. Uh, there are trees down there that are a lot heavier than he is. Um, and so uh, some of those, there are ways to get Russell Westbrook going downhill, full speed. And even at age 33, no one can stop him. Um, and that's what I think that they can do to help him out. Look, I understand he's the third option. You've got LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But a, winning a championship is about maximizing the sum of your parts, not minimizing them. So when I say things like Russell Westbrook should be the point guard next year, um, no matter how the roster looks, I don't mean completely take the ball out of LeBron James' hands. You have to be stupid to do so. I just mean he should be the point guard for the most part. He's on the That doesn't mean he has to be the first option. That doesn't mean that. Um, because you want to maximize Russell Westbrook while maximizing LeBron James and Anthony Davis. You want to maximize two of your players and minimize the other one. Um, and that comes from everybody that plays. So if you play nine deep, you want to maximize all nine players as much as you can so that you can win games, so you can get a good seed, so that you can get further in the playoffs, so you can win that championship, get to the finals. Um, and so I think they need to simplify uh, the defense and and be more creative, more intricate on the offensive side of the basketball. I also think they need to include Russell Westbrook in pick and rolls a little bit more. Uh, I didn't think he did them enough uh, last season. And I think that he's just got to get his mental together. Uh, and I think that's what Nina Westbrook's post had to do with um, about a month ago, just to reset, you know, and things like that. And he's, he's already out there. He's already working. He's already uh, working on his jumper. He's always working on his drive, his dribble, things like that. Um, but uh, I think that he'll be better next year. I think that Russell Westbrook will be a lot better next season uh, than he was this season. Look, it was his first season playing in L.A. Hey, maybe it was way worse than what he thought it was going to be. He messed with his mental. He get his stuff together this year as far as his mental is concerned because Russell Westbrook's a great basketball player. I know the media loves to hate him. But he was doing none of the things that makes him great on the Los Angeles Lakers. None. You may not like the way he plays basketball, but it doesn't mean he's bad at it. And that's just the truth. LeBron James is going to be LeBron James, all right? I think he needs to uh, give up some of those point guard duties uh, so that he can maximize his one of his co-stars so that they can all be maximized together. 
Um, as far as Lake's concerned, to just get better, uh, I'll get away from the stuff. Anthony Davis needs to be freaking healthy. Like, I, I don't know how else to say that. And I know I'm not being mean. I'm not being judgmental. Like, he's not trying to get hurt. But my gosh, man, you you got to stay healthy. Whatever we need to do, legal, not illegal, legally, whatever we need to do for Anthony Davis to play 7-5 of the 82 games, 72 of the 82 games, my gosh, let's do it. Whatever that is. I know in the fourth quarters to me, I didn't think he was aggressive enough. I know he is injured. But if Anthony Davis is healthy, he's a walking 24-10. and 10. He don't just find that anywhere. You don't just find 24 and 10 just off the street. And don't get, he be getting on my nerves sometimes. But you just don't find 24 and 10 anywhere. Please, whatever we got to do, brother, stay healthy. Let's do whatever that is. Lakers medical staff. I don't care what it is. I don't care if you got to stand up upside down on your head to do whatever. I don't care. Just keep the man healthy. Same with LeBron. LeBron didn't miss as much time as Anthony Davis did, though. Same with LeBron. Russell Westbrook up here. He's working. I'm not worried about him. He's going to come back. That, I'm not, I know that sounds crazy. I'm not worried about Russell Westbrook. He's going to come back, and he's going to be Russ. I think if Anthony Davis and LeBron James can stay healthy, they're going to be Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Now let's get to the rest of the roster. Basketball is a team sport. It's hard to win three on five. I mean, there's a clip going around right now. R Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, not even on the floor. LeBron James just throwing dimes. Joker's breaking layups. They breaking wide open threes. LeBron just like, man, look, I'm through with it. I don't even care no more. That's what he was like. Okay? Fill out the rock. All those one years, you can get rid of all of them. I don't even care if you want to keep Carmelo because there's three-point shooting whatever. The rest of them jokers can go. I don't give a dang about no Ariza, Dwight Howard, Bazemore, Girard, Ellington. He didn't. Um, I mean, I guess you keep Ellington for his shooting, but he didn't play under Vogel. Maybe he will with Darvin Ham, but he just didn't play under Vogel. I don't know why because, in my opinion, his defense wasn't worse than, like, Monks or THDs, in my opinion. Because uh, THC is lost off the ball. Lost. Don't know what he's supposed to be doing. Well, I guess you can keep Ellington if, you, if you're going to utilize his three-point shooting. But the, just get rid of those one-year one contracts, and you've got to fill out with two-way players. Too many one-dimensional players on the Los Angeles Lakers team. Too many. Y'all can say what y'all want. THC is not an elite defender. I don't care what y'all say. That all. He ain't really an elite offensive player either. But if he can get in, in the paint, he's got he's got an array of finishing moves. So I'll give him that. Okay? Too many one-dimensional players. Carmelo, he's gonna shoot threes. Ariza, I, in my opinion, he not he he did good things off the ball as far as knowing where to be, but he's cooked. In my opinion. I he's just he doesn't have sometimes when he ran, it almost seemed like his it hurt. Bazemore, he didn't play. I thought he was better defensively than a lot of the players, but he didn't help much. All those one ways, all those one years, I mean, one way players, 
Don't bring him back. Don't bring him back. Because you have Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. And they're not surrounded the way that they should be. Look at how Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are surrounded. Look at how Steph Curry is surrounded. Two-way players that can shoot and play defense. The Marcus Smarts, the Gary Payton the Seconds, the Jordan Poole's. On defense. But he's a great offensive player. All those players. They're surrounded by talented two-way players. Lose all those one-way players. That are on one-year contracts. That are not that good. Let them go. This isn't a nostalgia thing. Where you're just. What is Carmelo? Well, you know. It's a reason. You know. I want him to play in the team together. Nah. We're not doing that. That's what got us DJ. How'd that turn out? Get rid of all those contracts. Those one-year contracts. Don't bring them back. You've got to fill this roster with younger legs that can go two ways. That's how. You make this team 10 times better than what it was just a few months ago. Healthy stars. Simplify the off. Simplify the defense. Make the offense more intricate and creative. Lose the one-way, one-year contracts. Don't bring them back. And fill the roster out with two-way players that can get it done. That's it. I don't think you guys understand how much better it will make them look. If they just have players that are competent on both sides of basketball and put in the effort. Because you have Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. If they could just play both sides, the team would look way better with a new coaching staff, with a new offense, and a simplified defense, and healthy stars. Now, after 25 games, we can reevaluate if they're championship material or they're just going to get to the first round. I don't, we can cross there because this time we didn't even get there. We didn't get to the play in, okay? So when I say 10 times better, I'm just saying. We can get to the playoffs if we do this. Then we can reevaluate the rest of that stuff. But that's going back to how great can they be? Russell Westbrook being utilized correctly and being Russell Westbrook alongside LeBron and AD being LeBron and AD. That's also going to make you 10 times better. Guys, they didn't even play 20. They didn't even play 25 games together. And you got to remember. That the games they played together was broken up by gaps of injuries to LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So, let's wait. Let's see if they get healthy. Now, I'm going to be 100% honest. Let me be transparent here. This should make everybody happy. I am communicating in this way because that's what I believe is going to happen. And I have since day one. Man, people are all in my direct messages Talking about they're going to trade him for John Wall. Talking about they're going to trade him for this player. They're going to trade him for that player. And the whole time I stayed steadfast, nah, that's not happening. Nope, won't happen. He's going to be right here in L.A. Unless he opts out and doesn't pick up his player option. That's been my stance from the beginning of the end of this season. Since April. People are saying I'm wrong. I still believe he's going to be a Los Angeles Laker. However... 
that I'm talking about what I believe is going to happen. I didn't want not even a little bit for Russell Westbrook to remain in LA after this season. I mean, these people then threaten his family. I just, I, do, I don't understand the negativity that he gets because he plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. That's the part that blew my mind. Like, if anything, we should all be in the same camp, with the camp of winning, and for the players to be successful, because Russell Westbrook's success is directly correlated to the Lakers team success. I just, so I, I'll be honest, I don't want to get the hell out of here. The hell out of LA. Opt out, go, I don't even care where. However, Rasheed Wallace, it officially is in right here on the podcast as part of the Lakers coaching staff. So I was just saying that earlier, and look, reported right here by the great Adrian Wojnarowski. Uh, right here on the podcast as I'm I'm playing it right now. So uh, recording. So Rashida Wallace, big time Russell Westbrook supporter, will be on the Los Angeles Lakers coaching staff. I am happy about that. But going back, I did not want Russ on the. I just his for his mental. Ain't got nothing to do. With nothing. My gosh, how can you play basketball if you worried about your wife and kids? Safety. Man, you don't give a dang about that bank shot. I just, for his mental, I was like, get the hell out of L.A. However, I knew he's not going nowhere. But I just wanted to be honest. Let's make everybody happy because I know Lakers fan was like, man, look, man, just go ahead and trade Russ, get back two or three players that can help us. Basically reverse the, the KCP, Kyle Kuzma trade. <laughs> All right? I get it. I'm not mad at you. I just don't want nobody saying trade him. He's trash. That's just not true. But I wanted him gone, too. I did not want him to remain a Los Angeles Lake. The hatred he got was just on another level. And for those of you who brag about, I'm just being, this is how I feel. You can let me know how you feel. Those of you who brag about, yeah, you got to be built different to play in L.A. I just don't think that's something to brag about because, like, they threatened his family and him and calling him out his last name, which is his kid's name. And I, so I just don't think it's a good thing to be like, that's how we do. That's how y'all do? Y'all threaten people's families? Y'all proud of that? I don't I don't feel like I'd be proud of that. But that's <laughs> that's what I see. I just that's not something I would be proud of, but whatever. I don't I don't like seeing that because that that's how it comes off. Like you're proud that yeah, you gotta be cut different here because we'll threaten your family, call you out your name, Paul talk trash to you, call you Westbrook in the middle of the doggone uh parking lot, you just minding your business. Alright, bro. I mean I I guess if y'all are proud of that, you go ahead and be proud of that. It's not something I'd be proud of. And that's not all Lakers fans. There are some Lakers fans, look, I got none but love for them. We talk constructively about basketball, and now those are the only, only Lakers fans I talk to. But there are some Lakers fans that are just being constructive. They're just, hey, I think we should trade him for more pieces. There's nothing against Russ. I think he'll be better next year. Cool. I'm good with that. But when... Russ fans or media people are talking about how he had his wife threatened and kids threatened and, and all this other stuff. And your response is, you got to be built different in L.A. That's how we do. Nah, bro, that's, that ain't nothing I need to be around. It's, at the end of the day, he wants to win, but it's just basketball. You put a ball in a net. That's it. His wife and kids is way more important. But guys, thank you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. 
I'm your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, J.D. Jackson, at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at J-Rock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Guys, the West Wolf Podcast is back for Season 3. I appreciate you so, 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 so much. Remember, you also catch the audio version on Anchor and many other podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public CastBox, and much, much more. But guys, until next time, peace.